Hello again, everyone. Welcome to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. This is Rome Business Radio. We are broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. I'm Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio. And I am Thomas Kislev with the Rome Floyd Chamber. Thomas, you've got a great group assembled. We're already laughing, and we haven't even started yet. I know. We should have started <laughs> recording like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> so uh, would you mind introducing our guest, or are you going to start us with a quotation, or are we going to put the quotation at the end? Uh, let's wait with the quotation today. Okay. You know, we want to keep it interesting. Yeah, we'll uh, tease the quotation. That's sure. right. We have uh, three lovely ladies here today. Oh, yes, um, it's ladies' night. That's right. And the feeling's right. And I, I'll start <laughs> to my right is Stephanie Graves, and she is the VP Marketing of the Coosa Valley Credit Union, and she is also the 2022 ch- uh, Chamber Board member, one of them. Across from me is another uh, Stephanie, Dr. Stephanie Jones, and she is the Chief Nursing Officer and Vice President of Advent Health, former Redmond. And she's also a 2022 Chamber Board member. And then I, we have Leslie Neighbors. Uh, she is the marketing uh, director, manager with the franchise of uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. And according to um, Severo Avila... Um, From our partners at the Rome News Tribune. Right. Um, you know, Rome and Floyd residents will go absolutely lose their minds uh, next week when they're open. <laughs> and also the Stephanie's, we have two Stephanie's here. Stephanie, I looked it up, means actually crown. And since you're kind of like my boss, crown, I will treat you like royalty. (laughs) Leslie means joy, by the way. Does it? So we have uh, joy and royalty today here. So, uh, Well, Dr. Dr. Jones, I'm just going to call you doctor. He may call you your majesty. (laughs) But I'll just call you doctor. Uh, And and again, Dr. Jones, no relation to Indiana, right? That's right. Okay. so uh, anyway, it's a great group. So thank you, ladies, for being here. Um, I, I, let's just kind of go around the room. We do a little minute or two for each of you off the top of your businesses. And um, Leslie, obviously, the, the most breaking news is the Buffalo Wild Wings open this week. And as Thomas referred to, the folks in Rome, when a new restaurant opens, would kind of go a little bit nuts. Uh, I drove by it last night, and I could see inside. And you said there were—I said there were a lot of people in there. And you said, "Yeah, there were trainers." They're trainers. We've got our trainers been training all week, so we're ex- so excited. We open Sunday morning at eleven a.m. Okay. So yeah, we're—they've had people there getting ready, and you know they gutted the whole building and redid it, and it looks fabulous. So, Sixty-two TVs. Wow. <laughs> 62 TVs, Thomas, yep. wow. with somebody bringing you wings and cold beverages. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so Lots can, of cold beverages. Can people stay there all day? <laughs> A lot of times they do. It's well, games are long, you know. Yeah. And, and honestly, if you can't be I, – I, I realize this. I've been with them 10 years, and um, I never realized – how excited people get during during the games. I mean, we know they get excited, but if you can't be actually at a stadium, you know, at a game, the next best place is to be at Buffalo Wild Wings because you can yell and scream, and it's just, it's awesome. And it's a great location, yes. uh, former O'Charlie's for people who, you know, know where it is right there on Turner McCall. And like I said, I drove by last night, you could see inside. And, yeah. Um, so uh, opens on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And uh, like uh, anything new, fresh, and exciting as as we get open. Well, we've got. I mean, they do specials. I've seven, we have seventy five cent boneless wings on Monday. They have Tuesdays. They have Bogo fifty percent, which means you get Bogo traditional. Buy one, get one fifty percent off for the traditional. 
because obviously cost of traditional wings are high. Right. And then um, Thursdays is BOGO Boneless. So buy one, get one free on Boneless on Thursdays. And we have happy hour every day from three to seven. And yeah, it's great. And well, we're, we're, we're having our own little happy hour right here yeah, at the podcast. I know. I should have brought some wings. <laughs> we could have had a tasting with all the 26 sauces and seasonings we have. Uh, see, look how she just yes. wove that yes, in. Yes. <laughs> well, somebody brought us cake last week. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, the sharp sickle. The sharp sickle. It, well, it was, it was uh, yeah, it was nice. What a bummer. I didn't, should have done that. Blueberry banana bread. We'll invite you again in the year. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's okay. <I'll> <laughs> um, so, Dr. Jones, obviously some big changes have taken place uh, at Redmond, which is now has a new name. Just tell us, tell us all about that. Sure. So, in October, we became Advent Health Redmond, and the parent company changed. We're very excited because it helps to strengthen the position of Redmond and the Northwest Georgia Cardiac Care. We're still the same great team taking care of the community high quality, great experience, and we're really excited that we've seen the COVID number settle so that the public can come back and see that we're still the same great team that you've known at Redmond and the same physicians uh, doing the, the great care. Yeah, can you give us a little bit of a COVID update? You know, we're knocking on wood that the numbers are dropping. That's, that's right. So just this past Monday, we were able to open our front doors back to visitors, and uh, the masking changes uh, have allowed uh, the common areas for people to go unmasked uh, as they're comfortable. Uh, certainly, still, we provide masks and uh support that for people that aren't comfortable to unmask. But uh, it's been really good because the patients need their loved ones and their friends from church or their family members to really help their moral uh, support when they're in the hospital. And, and it's been really tough to have restricted that and to also serve um, the best interest of keeping the spread down, but uh, we're fortunate that the numbers are falling in our community, but we can't let our guard down. We've got to continue to be aware, look at social distancing when possible, and to make sure that we protect ourselves in whatever way we feel comfortable to protect ourselves with. Well, and your job title is Chief Nursing Officer and VP. What, what does Chief Nursing Officer mean? So in a hospital, there's the CEO, and then he or she has a team of executives that uh, run the different business lines in a hospital. And for me, it's nursing. So for all the nursing services, whether they directly report to me or organizationally with a dotted line, I'm responsible to ensure that the nurses have uh, licensure and competency. And when we have a regulatory body, uh, for us, it's the Joint Commission or the state come in, they're going to want to make sure that I'm credentialed and that I'm ensuring that those things are happening so you can expect to get a qualified nurse or a qualified health care provider when you're at our hospital. And how realistic is Grey's Anatomy? <laughs> I love to watch it. it. It's funny sometimes to people that are in healthcare, but it's also so interesting. You just get sucked in to see what the next uh, emergency is going to be. Um, we're not that real life is not necessarily as clean as it is on TV. Uh, and if there was, um, you know, the opportunity to to interject, it probably wouldn't be as exciting as it is when you see it dramatized. Yeah, right. well, so, so there's no McDreamy. There is no. There's a few McDreamies. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's. Uh, I, I have a background in television, so it's always that fascinating to me that the 
police departments, hospitals, lawyers, those tend to be the dramas because I guess anything can happen on any given day. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to, you know, my world where nothing happens on any given day. But anyway, uh, Coosa Valley Credit Union. Uh, Stephanie Graves, you are the vice president of marketing. Uh, I went to your website. I did not realize you guys had as many branches as you do. You're, you're kind of spread out throughout Northwest Georgia, aren't we you? We are. We are. We actually, we were founded here in Rome. So right. we had our start here. Our roots are here. Um, we do have two locations here. Um, but we have locations from Ringgold all the way down to Woodstock. So Woodstock is our newest location. Um, um, and then we're just all along the 75 corridor, you know, from Ringgold down to Woodstock. And what's the history? When did when did you first open here in Rome, and and and, and just been a methodical growth over the years? Yeah, so we were founded in 1954 as the GE Employees of Rome Federal Credit Union. So um, the GE plant that is no longer in operation now over in Garden Lakes, um, that's where we started. There were nine guys in 1954 who passed around a cigar box. They each put five bucks in. And that's how we started with $45 in a cigar box in 1954. So we've grown a lot um, over the years. Now we have over 60,000 members. Um, we serve the 13-county Coosa Valley region. We have a community charter. Mm-hmm. So now anybody who lives or works in one of our counties can join. So to me, that says people find value in what we're doing. We've grown so much. Well, uh, kind of take me down to the basics. I've asked this before. What is the what's the basic difference between credit union and bank? Yeah, so it's basically ownership. So you know, banks are owned by their shareholders. They their business model is to earn income to to pay to, to pay to the shareholders. We're just owned by all of our members. So when you join the credit union, you come and open an account with us. You become a member, and that makes you a part owner of the credit union. So um, and that means we're not for profit. So any profit that we make over and above what we need to operate, we return back to our members in the form of lower loan rates, lower fees, you know, dividends. Um, and so that's the main difference. Also, I would say, you know, we're a local credit union, so you're going to get a local person um, in every market that we open. We hire, you know, people from the community. So you're going to deal with somebody you're going to see at the grocery store, at the football game. You know, we're just – Neighbors helping each other. Yeah, te- technology is great, like mobile banking, and be, y'all, y'all sure. do the take we a do. picture, mm-hmm. and uh, but you still want to be able to walk into a branch and know the person. Absolutely, we still listen. You know, so many times you deal with a large company and you feel like, gosh, nobody's listening to me. You can come in, and we're going to listen, and we're going to find a way to help you. So. And it's it's you know savings, uh, checking. Car loans, home loans. Right. The full range, business l- lending. We do a lot of that. So, of course, we're very interested in making sure that our community is strong and, and good for business. Um, we support a lot of local businesses uh, through lending. Of course, we have um, the things you mentioned, checking, savings, home loans, credit cards, you know, um, anything you can think of that you'll need in your financial life, we can help you with. Gotcha. Leslie over at Buffalo Wild Wings. So you are, uh, you oversee marketing for all franchises. Is Well, I, I work for a franchise and we have, we're actually the largest franchise E with Buffalo Wild Wings and we have 93 stores across the United States. Okay. So um, I came on, I've been with Buffalo Wild Wings probably 10 years and they recently bought our friend, my franchise I was with. So I nor- I originally had like seven. Now I have 27. <laughs> It's good, but it's but it is a it is the most fun job you can imagine. Well, I mean, what's your background? 
So I graduated with a marketing degree. and um, from, from, from where? From, I, I'm going to say it's not University of Memphis. It's Memphis State University because <laughs> that's where I graduated from. Um, and I have been, I worked and ran a radio station for about nine years in Tupelo, Mississippi. Birthplace of the king of rock and roll, Elvis yes, Presley. Yes, very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> and um, and I've done, you know, it's just so funny. I've done a lot of things that I've done. Uh, we have a regional mall that was Mark director there and um, I have three boys and we, they grew up, you know, playing sports. So when I, they wanted me to work full time, I was working part time cause I had kids and it just kind of, everything's kind of fallen into my lap lately. I mean, just, it just has, I met the owners of the Buffalo Wild Wings and Tupelo when they opened and they said, Hey, you come work for us. And I was like, okay, sure. And so it's, it's been wonderful. It's been so great. And it's just, it's such a great atmosphere because um, the people that work there, I mean, everybody's happy. It's a team thing. I mean, it's, it's just fun. We, we are probably one of the only places um, that can handle like big teams. Um, I know we were talking about Stephanie, about your, your daughter that plays basketball and um, at, at Berry College. And, um, it's it's great that they can bring in 30 people and we can handle it. Not a problem. I mean, we're set up to do that, to handle big big groups and things. What's the history of it? It looks so like a mountain uh, resorty place. Is it like coming from the Rockies or? No. No, because no, it was up in New York is where it started from. Gotcha. And so, um, and they used to call, they called it uh, B-Dubs 3. You know, there's different things they used to call them when they, when they started, but um, it's, it's been around for a lot. I mean, I'm trying to think exactly when it started my, my years. Um, but it's just a, it's a wonderful organization. It's, we do a lot with the community as far as in um, fundraising for teams or schools. Um, we do like an eat wings, raise funds Mondays and Wednesday nights or days it's from 11 to, to nine. And um, you go in there and mention that you're there with that school and you get 20%. Um, the school gets 20% of the food that we sell for them. And so it's a great way, you know, come on, let's go eat some wings and you're helping, helping your school. So in your job overseeing marketing for several, how many franchises to say you? Well, it's one franchise, but I have 27 stores. 27 stores. Mm -hmm. But okay. Um, but we have marketing managers at each store. So a lot of them, I mean, I'm not like, you know, running everywhere. But so a lot of them will send me the information. I'll go over it, you know, that kind of thing. And we'll see if it's in budget and, you know, kind of look at those things. But my, I guess I'm old school because <laughs> everybody else is so young. <laughs> Everybody's so young. There. But I'm kind of that old school where I, I believe you get involved in the community and um, what you give to the community, it always comes back to you. And it has worked wonders for, for me and for my, my stores. Um, and that's, that's what we like to do. I would rather spend the money sponsoring. It won't get a lot of people calling me going, Hey, come sponsor me, <laughs> but it doesn't, but um, you know, teams and field sponsors and things like that in schools. And so um, it just, it's, it's a great win-win for all, all around. Right. Um, and you've touched on this earlier. I'm changing gears here, but supply chain, has it affected you guys mm -hmm. with, with the uh, wing delivery and, oh my gosh. and trying to get open? Yes. Uh, yeah. We, we've had such a problem. You know, people just don't really want to work anymore. I mean, they just, and they, they're having trouble with um, like where we get our food from is they're getting delivery people that can, you know, deliver your food to you. Yeah, and, and it's like, they're supposed to be there at, you know, eight in the morning and they show up 
you know, 72 hours late and we get trucks three times a week, you know, with the food, but it's just, it's just like, I think everybody else right now is, is you're having trouble getting certain items. Um, and you know, with their, they're reaching out to different places to get them. So yeah, yeah. we I guess we've run into this ripple in the world because of COVID of supply mm-hmm. chain and mm-hmm. staffing issues. Right. And hopefully as COVID settles down, that ripple will go away and we'll kind of get back to normal here, hopefully. And but, I think so. I mean, I, yeah, I, I mean, I do see it coming. I mean, it's just, we had to just totally, you know, when COVID hit, you had to whoop, put on the brakes and then figure out this new way they're not coming in you know, we've got to get it out to them and, and, you know, I mean, let them come pick them up and curbside and things and, and you just figure it out. It's like you say, it becomes a new normal. Right. So, well, I mean, COVID ground zero is a hospital. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Dr. Jones, what were you, were you guys overwhelmed at any point here? And, you know, some parts of the country got overwhelmed. What was it like at, at uh, well, it was still Redmond at yeah, the time. It still is Redmond. It still is Redmond. So yeah. we um, did a lot of preparation early on. The projections were that we were going to have four and five times the number of people affected in that initial wave, and so we were planning to expand and to public areas of the hospital and bring chairs and stretchers and hang nails on the wall to put an IV bag. And what happened was everybody locked down and pretty much couldn't get to the grocery store or to restaurants and people stayed in place and it was hard, but it helped prevent what the initial projections were that would happen in that first wave, um, March of 20. And uh, we were able to then figure out as the, as things started reopening, how are we going to take care of what was coming? And we did have some really big challenges. We opened some old semi-private rooms. We opened old areas that had been turned into storage. We just figured out how to do it. And we asked our healthcare team from the dietary team all the way to the physicians to do things differently. And the first time around, supply chain wasn't as bad. Right, But then by the time we got into Delta, and even with Omicron, we've had supply chain struggles at the hospital as well. And, um, you know, people have to look at a different way of doing things when you can't get the normal gloves that you would have had before or if you have certain food items Uh that you use. Or the big thing for hospitals are medication shortages. And uh, we had IV shortages because a lot of these things are manufactured not domestically and so we've had to figure out how does our pharmacy prepare something for our OR in a different way that maybe came in a syringe now they get a big vial and prepare it so everybody's changing and and again it is the new normal we've learned to be nimble and despite being 50 um, (laughs) we're able to to learn new things now I was excited (laughs) to hear that you could get four readers for 20 bucks on Amazon we've learned to you know, shop online and to, to do yeah. things differently than we would have done them before. And I think the biggest thing for healthcare is the emergence of a lot of virtual and online uh, registrations and portals and things that just really weren't all that popular mm-hmm. three or four years ago. But now it's an expectation that you can see things online and, and do things virtually. And so we're really excited how that's helped lift healthcare. What is your background? Are you from Rome originally? I'm from Calhoun. Okay. And I was trained in Rome. Uh, started out as a licensed nurse when Coosa Valley Tech was Coosa Valley Tech and went to Floyd Junior College when it was 
a junior college, and uh, I worked for Adventist Health Systems early in my career, but always trained in Rome. I got my bachelor's and master's degree in Carrollton at West Georgia. I was so excited in the 90s when I was able to burn a CD. I thought that was so cutting edge, you know, and and then I got my doctorate from the University of Tennessee in, in 2015, but I'd been at Redmond since 2007. And so stayed regional. I had a small stint in Gwinnett County as I was in executive development with the former parent company. But love Northwest Georgia. Love the chamber. I don't think there's a better place you could live uh, than Northwest Georgia and I will, work. I will say, because I live in Tupelo, and, and I've been over here a, a lot lately, and this is a great city. It Rome is. is truly a great, great city. I mean, we are so excited and happy to be here. But I just didn't realize, yeah. I mean, what all it has to offer. And people are so nice. That's what's, I mean, they're so, so nice. Uh, that's Chamber of Commerce uh, endorsement right there. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> it is. Yeah, that's absolutely. right. Um, uh, Dr. Jones, what has the new ownership meant to the person who grew up, and it's always been Redmond, it's always been Redmond. You mentioned it's the same people. Yep. We understand that. But any advantages to the to the new Advent Health Group? Uh, absolutely. I think uh, the first thing that's different is the mission statement. And you mentioned, you know, for-profit versus not-for-profit. So it's a move to a not-for-profit ownership. It uh, allows us to do a lot more investing in the community. We already served the community and had a lot of of um, charity care and community care, but it allows us to really multiply that. And to be able to leverage with a lot of Advent Health resources the growth of health care and getting out into communities where they may be underserved, that's really the plan that Advent Health has is more of a mission focus. Uh, extending the healing mission of Christ is the tenets of the company and getting out and serving people who would do things for themselves if they were able to do them. And so it's just really going to multiply the quality that Redmond has and the the culture out beyond the walls that we currently have. And to the north, there's Gordon and Murray, and Murray is an underserved area, for example. And so we're able to lift the services and the resources by having Redmond serve as the hub of the, of the Advent Health uh, team in Northwest Georgia. Uh, Stephanie Graves, uh, how long have you been with Coots Valley Credit Union? Um, all together, 10 years. I came on as part of a merger. Northwest Georgia Credit Union had been here in Rome and about six years ago merged with Coosa Valley Credit Union. I had been with Northwest Georgia Credit Union and came as part of, of that merger. Um, but all together with Credit Union, 10 years. And I'm originally from Adairsville, but live in Rome now. Uh, so an, uh, another Northwest Georgia person. So what is your background? Were you always credit union? No, I've always worked in marketing. I, I went to Samford University in Birmingham, stayed for a while after I graduated and worked. Um, I've always worked in nonprofit marketing. Um, to me, I just love having a cause that I can believe in, you know, to to market. Um, but I worked for United Cerebral Palsy. Um, I've worked for Shorter University, too. So um just got into the credit union world with Northwest Georgia Credit Union about 10 years ago, and I love it. I mean, I'm a credit union person now. It's, I don't know why anyone would, would not want to do their banking with a credit union. <laughs> what are the challenges of marketing nonprofit? Are they, are they different? Um, I think it's it's easier because, you know, you're telling a, a real authentic story. Um, you know, as a marketer, I feel like my job is to just tell the story of the credit union and um, make sure our brand is lifted uh, throughout the the community and 
it's not a tough sell. You know, I'm just, uh, we're really people just helping people and, um, and it's a great story to tell. So. And you, you mentioned you're basically along the I-75 corridor. Are there more growth plans? I think the most recent one was Woodstock. You said most Woodstock. recent branch, Yes. but uh, are, are we set for a while or does, is there still markets that you're looking at or additional branches and markets where you already are? I mean, we're always looking you know, toward growth. So I, w- I would expect that we would, um, We'd have some some growth plans coming soon, but yeah, we we just have opened that Woodstock branch right at the beginning of this year, so just in January. So we're just still kind of that's a brand new market for us. So um, we're getting our our, our foothold there, and um, but yeah, we're we're growing very um, rapidly, which is great and and unusual, I think, during the past couple of years that we've had um, to have the kind of growth we've had has been really a blessing. And it tells me that. You know, we focus on just treating people the way you should and doing what's right, and I think that has taken us um, really far. Well, and Leslie, what's interesting in your position with with Buffalo Wild Wings, that's already a known brand. Yes. So you're you're coming into Rome and opening opening the the first restaurant here, but you know people already have a an impression of it. So I guess I guess having that brand behind you, how does that help start up a new place? Oh, it's huge. It's yeah. huge. I mean, we've been around since 1982. I think it was the first Buffalo Wild Wings. And um, it's it's nice to, I mean, they've, they've changed a lot and over the years, you know, that they've done and they've, they've, um, they've just seemed to have gotten better, but um, it's still the focus is, is the guest and the people in the restaurant is to make their experience the best experience they can have with, with great food, fun times, good, you know, good cold beer, you know, <laughs> our yeah. drinks, you know, but um, we do have, you know, lots of great lemonades and things like that for those that don't drink so um it's fine but it's just it's really changed a lot where with social media coming in to play um you know one of the things i think it's kind of a it's probably more of a challenge for us where people like if if for example they don't maybe something's not right exactly right with their food well now you know used to they would just tell the manager and the manager would come and you know take care of it and fix it well, now they don't do that. Now they like to get on the social media and then you're going, you know, if you just come to us, we'll take care of it and we will fix it and make it right. But people don't like to do that now. Oh, yeah. They like you to get online and throw you under the oh, bus. Oh, my gosh. I'm telling you, and I'm going to go, oh, Lord. You know, but it's, but you know, luckily for us, though, we don't really have that many. I mean, we, sure. as far as in my stores, I know that, that we don't have that many problems with it. And, and, um, but it's just, it's a great place to market because, it's great for all ages, and we really um, like to be involved in like the sports in the community. Yeah, that's what's interesting. You have this big brand, yeah. but yet you're telling me that every local restaurant gets plugged in locally. Yeah, with the with the local absolutely. teams. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, and well, and that's just what you want to do. I mean, that's that's all part of it because um, we are sports, all about sports, and we want to be involved in the community with the sports. And it's also, like I said too, um, it's a great. You know, you don't have to be quiet. When you sit there, the kids can be loud. They can do, you know, but it's um, it's just a fun atmosphere. And I think in including the sports and kids, it just makes it the adults like it too. You know, the parents are there liking it. They're going yes, and the kids. It's it's a win win. I think you said you oversee twenty seven stores. Mm-hmm. Where, like, where are they? <laughs> um, well, obviously, I have one in Tupelo, but there's I've got seven in Alabama. The only one that just this one in Georgia. Um, we got six in Louisiana. And, like eight in Missouri, a couple in Illinois. Wow. Yeah. Kind of spread over the spread all over the place. It is. But you know, it's it's 
it's fun because every market's different. And it's great because it's like a new challenge. I mean, I remember my old boss used to say when we'd fix and open a store, he said, go make some new friends. And I go, okay. <laughs> and every, and it's true. Every market I'm in, I'm like, I've made such great friends. Like there's two yeah. Stephanie's here. I'm going, I can tell right now they're going to be coming, <laughs> coming to see me. I'm but- bringing a bunch of screaming teenage and college age girls oh, from the basketball team. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. We'll get you set up. We'll have you done. But it's, um, it is, it's a great, it's a fun atmosphere. And, and um, it's like I said, every community is different and that's what you like. I mean, you, you want that restaurant that's going to be in your community to support your community right. and, and not be, since we're franchise and we're not like corporate, you know, where we have to, we can, you know, do different things. I mean, we, we follow the guidelines, but um, when it comes to a lot of the marketing stuff, we can, yeah. And it's local jobs. And- it's local jobs. <laughs> it's local managers and the GM. They all live here. And yeah, it's all local. It's not like they've yeah. come in. Yeah. Um, all right, ladies here, just kind of in the last few minutes here, let's kind of go around the room one more time and maybe provide contact information or websites or social media, how people can connect with you or any final thoughts you might have. Um, Dr. Jones. Um, Yes, thank you. So, uh, you know, for your health care, if you're looking to come to a place where it's still the great quality people come to Redmond, uh, Advent Health has done a lot. You'll see an unveiling of our signage around the community. Uh, we are Advent Health Redmond. And um, I think if there are people looking for workforce opportunities, uh, we're going to be having a big event uh, next week where we'll have a, on the spot job offers. Uh, I appreciate the work of the chamber to support housing and, and job promotion for our community and our region because that's what's going to keep us really strong uh, no matter our industry or no matter our position is working together with people like the chamber to ensure that there's jobs and and information to the public about opportunity in the community so thank you well and as i was going to ask both both stephanie's here just what it means to you to be on the board for the chamber this year okay well i can take it first if you like this is my third year i was really excited uh it's great to be back face to face Uh, (laughs) and (laughs) and prior to that there are a lot of ways that you can serve at the chamber i was on the governmental affairs committee for many years and then was elected to the board and we recently were in dc um, and we're able to meet with uh, two senators and some Congress to talk about things that are important to the economic development and growth for Northwest Georgia. And people like Thomas and Pam, the CEO, they really take those issues to the people that make the decisions. And, and we work in concert with local government, state government, and we're just really involved. But for me, it's an opportunity to rec- to represent health care, but also as a person that lives in Rome Floyd County and has a student in the area and and is looking to have housing for the prospective employees that's affordable and uh, things that entertain them after hours and makes it an attractive place to come so it's it's important to me and for my organization am supported to travel to DC or to to attend meetings and ribbon cuttings and things like that yep. no I would echo that I'm just you know I'm new to the board so I'm really excited to be involved, you know, um, it's really important to me that we make sure that Rome and Floyd County is a great place for our members, our credit union members to live and do business and open businesses. And, um, and like you said, as a person who, who lives here, I have, I have three children, um, grade school children growing up here. I want this to be a, a good community for them too. And in the future. So I'm really excited to be 
involved with the board. Um, if anybody's looking for a great place to do your banking, please check us out. Um, you can find us on the on Facebook, Instagram. We have a YouTube channel. Um, of course, a w- website. You can find all of our contact information there. And um, we do still provide, you know, local support. So you're not going to call some 1-800 number and get somebody you know, across the country. You're going to get somebody here in Rome when you call. And I think I noticed on your website, I think you guys, Coosa Valley Credit Union, I think y'all have an ATM at Redmond. We do. Yeah. <laughs> sure do. Yeah, and, and we also have a few job openings, too. So if anybody's out there looking, um, we just received a Great Place to Work certification, which is, you know, really awesome. Uh, it's solely based on your employee feedback. So they did all kinds of surveys with our employees, and, you know, 98% of our people said it's a great place to work. They, they um, want to work there a long time. So we were really proud of that. Well, and they're walking distance from each other too. So, oh yeah, you can and, work on your health, have you a healthy can. walk. Yes. To the yes. thing. And, and they uh, and they're around to keep you on your toes as board members, Tom. Tom. Oh yeah. Um, and and uh, Leslie, uh, grand opening. Uh, we are we open Sunday at eleven o'clock. Um, the, the first hundred people get um, free wings for a year. Oh, whoa! Yo, did I not mention talk that? Talk about earlier? burying the lead. <laughs> I know. See, everyone knows that he's yeah. going to be first in line. He's yes. camping out there already. Yes, we yeah. we've had that happen where they camp out and, and do. But yeah, so first hundred people get free wings for a year, and um, we'll do the grand. I mean, the ribbon cutting on Monday at yeah. 1030, 1030. 1030. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, we're excited. I mean, it's it's going to be great for us all. And for those that don't know the location, I'm going to forget the exact street address unless you know what it's, it's on. Turner, it's 707 Turner, Turner McCall. McCall. It's wow. the old old Charlie's right, right there by the right by the bridge over the river. Right. Uh, very easy to spot as you're driving by. Um, uh, any are you, uh, social media? You, you, We're on every yeah Facebook, yeah. Twitter. We we've got them all covered. <laughs> YouTube, the whole, it's the whole thing. Yeah, we got it. But it's um, it's going to be cool. We one of the things um they'll do they've got because obviously we talked about constraints on things getting you know stuff in um our garage doors have been delayed so they not they won't be in until i think um sometime in april but we went ahead and opened and they just got glass on the front but those will change those are like glass windows and they'll be garage four garage doors oh that'll be fun ah, so that's cool yeah, yeah it's really cool yeah okay thomas bring us home bring us home well you know i just love doing this show and you know it just uh, well it's a great time thomas yes, we're, we're it's, charming it's, we're charming it's, people it's, and we'd like to hear your voice too thomas we just like to listen to oh, because thomas you. we're <laughs> well yeah you, you enjoy doing it because right. we're, we're delightful right. company right right and i always learn something new because i ain't from around here you know like so many others um did you know but, elvis was born in tupelo yes i i knew i went to the uh outhouse that actually i've seen an outhouse but before you bring us home actually in growing up in east germany did you know of Elvis presley yes uh we were secretly listening to uh, west german radio <laughs> and they played uh, the king they played the king yeah, okay right. okay go ahead i'm sorry thomas bring us home well just you know being part of this community makes me just uh proud and i'm a happy uh and uh, honored to live in this community and it just sh- shows you know with our guests today you know we have strong pillars of the community we have the financial sector we have the healthcare se- sector you know and uh they make us strong and th- those are big selling points to bring people like you know like new people uh, to rome you know and then you add a little bit of you know personality and you know a nice charming uh residents and people here in rome um you attract new business like buffalo wild wings they bring jobs you know um 
that adds to the quality of life and you know that adds to uh people coming to Rome here in Bird Rome and being great ambassador for Rome and so that makes us all grow and happy. Quotation Quotation it's actually about uh the secret the secret of happiness. I knew you were going somewhere yes. with that. The secret of happiness you see it's not found in seeking more but in developing the the capacity of enjoy less. Socrates. So okay. sometimes it's just good to just change gears to a lower gear, breathe, and just think why we're here, you know? Uh, I pronounce that Socrates. Socrates. How do you pronounce it? Socrates. Because <laughs> you ain't from around here. Right. <laughs> right. Born and raised in Athens, Greece. <laughs> Uh, well, great. Uh, thanks, everybody. I, I can. I just had a flash that if I if I go to wait in line at Buffalo Wild Wings to be there for the opening, that I'm going to be the 101st person in line. <laughs> no, we're not going to let that happen. <laughs> you know, the first hundred get free weeks for a year, yeah. but 101. So, uh, <laughs> I'm going to have flashbacks. Anyway, thank y'all. Good luck with the grand opening. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank, thank you, ladies, you. for for being here. This has been a great show. We appreciate it. You've been listening to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. We broadcast from the Hardy Realty Studios, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. For Thomas Kislett with the Chamber, I'm Roger Manus. Thank you so much for listening.